Hey, who do you think would win a fight? Well, what do you mean? Well, if you and I ever got into like a really serious fight, you know, and the punches started flying, who do you think would win? Well, I think that's pretty obvious. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. The bat is dead. Bury it. Fight back! You coward, fight back! You just started a war. Dark fire will not avail you. Flame of Udun! Never give up. Never surrender. We must fight. You've always run away from a fight. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so. Have not? You have so and you know it. What's up, Who Would Winners, and welcome to episode number 129 of the Who Would Win cast, the podcast that analyzes fictional fights between familiar faces. My name is Steve. Yeah. This is Chris. <laughs> how, how close do you think I got? I was pretty... If they, if they need someone because something happens to every other voice actor in the world, then I think you're up. Everyone in the world? Every other voice actor that... Do you think I'd literally be the... Oh, okay. So you're either saying of all the non-voice actors, I'm the best. Yes. Yes. But I'm also the very worst voice actor. You're you're the last of the uh, of the of the worst. Does that include male and female voice actors? Yeah. yeah. But you're not a professional. So for being an amateur, I think that was pretty good. All right. I hope for the people who haven't seen the title of this episode and they heard that, they went, "Oh, wow. They got Link on the show?" <laughs> I tried to duplicate Link's attacking grunt. I think Perfect. Specifically Spot from on. the Ocarina of Time. Spot on. Spot on. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Steve. Yeah. You're too kind. <laughs> you're actually not, because then you said I was actually very bad. Well, I mean, Chris, I'm, I'm, to be honest with you, you're not, you're not a trained voice actor. so How do you think they train for that? I don't know, to be honest with you. <laughs> I really don't. I do like seeing some of those behind-the-scenes videos where you see the voice actor and they're doing the, the B-roll sounds, you know, like the, the sound effects that you just made. Or, uh, those aren't b-roll sounds those are that's literally the most common sound you hear in the entire so I game guess, i guess for like that kind of game but when you like other other shows no i hear movies, you yeah. yeah exactly because uh yeah he doesn't have much dialogue not I much at all wrong. you're correct well we can go into that a little more later because i never i never really was a big zelda player i shouldn't say that at all i never really played i'll zelda, fill you in with what i know yeah and I'll, and I'll tell you what i know and you can tell me what I uh, know. I can't wait. Or what am I incorrect about? Um, Chris, how you doing? You go, go good. Um, I'm I'm doing well. Anything anything crazy, exciting in life? Oh, I mean, just normal level of excitement. Yeah. Been, just life is is good. Were you happy with the results of the Super Bowl from last week? Oh man, happy. Uh, I, I mean, I didn't have like a strong favorite. Yeah, that's how I felt. Um, I didn't have the same urge to root against Tom Brady that I normally would have on the yeah. Patriots. Yeah, I agree. So I like kind of was like a little bit. I'm like, let's see this guy pull this off. And he did. And he did. Yeah, he did. I saw a really funny post today, and it was Tom Brady in a Dallas Cowboy outfit saying, all right, if he can do this, then he is <laughs> definitely the GOAT. <laughs> but I mean, I feel like that ship has already sailed. It's funny. That's that's a funny specific example because like the Cowboys also have a lot of talent. And with Tom Brady's kind of... Ooh, I don't know reputation, but there were, like, rumors that he uh, was, like, trying to run the show in Tampa. Like, basically yeah, being, like, too. Yeah. the coach. <laughs> and if he was able to do that in Dallas, they they might, that might be It might, be it might a work benefit. out for him. Yeah. Jerry Jones would never do it, though. No. Not at all. He would, he would. Uh... I don't think they'd get along. Oh, they would butt heads every day. That's all you would see on, on SportsCenter. It's yeah. just the, the, the conflict between the two of them. Because Jerry Jones has problems with everybody, so... 
I feel like he'd have the same problems with uh, Tom Brady. I don't know. That'd be uh, interesting to see. Uh, we're never going to. But. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was. I do think it was a little disappointing, though, just because I was really hoping for just like a battle. I, all yeah, out. it wasn't even a close game. No. It was no. only a fun game if you're a Buccaneers fan. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, you just. You just I kind of felt bad for Mahomes just because he's. That's not his level of play, the, the one that was presented on the field. But unfortunately. That's what it comes down to in football, which is really interesting. Baseball, you could have a bad game, but it's still best out of seven in the World Series. Super Bowl, it's just one game. So if you're just you know, the wrong team that shows up that day, then sorry. That's, that's what happens. Yep. So, But we'll see what happens next year. We'll see if – because I think Tom Brady, what, a two-year contract? I think so, yeah. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Pretty cool to see. Uh. Yeah. So, Chris, before the Super Bowl happened, week before that, we had a nice little episode about geocaching. We had Indiana Jones and Benjamin Franklin Gates going geocaching and also hiding a geocache as well. As of right now, the results for the poll stand at who would win finding a geocache. Benjamin Franklin Gates leading 67% to Indiana Jones is 33%. So people are leaning a little bit more towards the National Treasure Discover uh, individual for that one. And then who would win hiding a geocache? Same exact percentage. Same exact people to mm-hmm. Benjamin Franklin Gates, 67% to Indiana Jones, 33%. Okay. Okay. Seems like maybe a low vote, so might swing. Low turnout so far, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens compared to some other ones. My personal feeling is that it would split. I'd go one better at uh, hiding, one better at finding, I think. I agree. I, I agree. Now, we did get a, uh, a fan submission here, which is actually, uh, they bring up some good points. This is a little longer one. Uh, the fans sent in comment reading, for hiding the geocache, I think Indy is so obscure, uh, that Indy's hiding is so obscure that it is perfect. But for searching, Gates wins for one reason, Nazis. Indy can't make himself some orange juice without a Nazi stealing the glass and having the first sip. If not Nazis, snakes. Don't ask me how, but a snake will infiltrate the crypt and swallow George Washington's teeth, getting credit for locating the geocache. Of course, Indy would kill the snake somehow and retrieve it, but technically the snake or orange juice drinking Nazi found it first. Some some interesting points. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I do think it's a very good point that if Indiana Jones is looking for a geocache, there's going to be... A Nazi. I, I think as soon as too. he leaves his house, like Nazis are like, "Where's he going? <laughs> got to follow him." And if they realize he's looking for something, oh. they're going to be like, "We got to find it first. Which is sad because Indiana Jones could just be looking for something arbitrary, like that's... a geocache. He could just be having a right. fun day, or he's just trying to get a book at the library on sure plants. Great, and great the, choice. And the Nazis are like, "What's he up to? What's he up to? Mm-hmm. Why that book about plants?" Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna start a whole thing, but it's really nothing. Exactly. Yeah. Poor guy. I know. Can't like you said. Can't get outside without uh, Nazis jumping right after him. Now, uh, I did uh, receive uh, some feedback from my father, uh, who uh, I said in the previous episode was the one who introduced me to geocaching when I was younger, and he did point out that technically geocaches have to stay in place, and a geocache on a space station, though it is inside uh, something. It is still technically moving, so it may not constitute a geocache. 
I was just going by what they said on their website. That's right. They said you can put it in space. Put it in space. I mean, it's not moving relative to the astronauts on the station, so. That's true. You know. But relative to everybody else, it's a little. uh... I know what he meant. Yeah. I I, I know. (laughs) (laughs) So. Look, I get it. I think they were just being funny on the website. Yeah, I I think so, too. It worked out. It, it hey, worked, it worked for out. Me. It worked out for Indy. Absolutely, putting that on the space. Maybe you could get it on Mars and then, you know, satisfy the requirements. There you go. Yeah, we don't know where the, the interdimensional beings were from. Well, we we do think we'll find out in the next Indiana Jones, wherever the spaceship goes, takes them. In Indiana Jones Five. Indiana Jones Five. What do we think? Space travel and um, time travel is what will make you walk out of the theater. <laughs> is that what I said? Time travel and space travel. I think. Is I think. Well. We were saying it could potentially, it's in the 60s, right? So it could have space race connections, especially if they're leaning into Russians as the villains now. And then then I said, well, they they had aliens, so they have to up the stakes and go time travel. And you said you will walk out of the theater. theater. Have you ever walked out of a theater in a movie before? No, not that I think. I never have. And I, I saw some stinkers. No. Like not even fun ones either, just bad, bad. What's the worst movie you've ever seen in there's there's two that i there's only two movies i've ever regretted seeing in theaters like even a bad movie i like enjoy the movie theater experience right my two regrets are because i they were basically kids movies that i thought would be like kid adult like have adult things in them like like how like pixar always pulls off that amazingly right. and other non-pixar movies too that are just like a fun watch for kids and adults yeah these were not these were just a kid <laughs> a, a dumb kids movie it was um hoodwinked was one and <laughs> I thought, oh, it's going to have some like funny adult humor. It didn't. It was just a kids movie. And the other one was uh, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles animated movie. And I love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but this movie like, was that's like like late two thousands, early twenty tens. Sounds right. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, that does yeah. sound familiar. And I, it was just meh, boring. But you stuck through it though. Yeah, I, I'm not going to walk out. I just paid like twelve bucks. You could always walk out and go to another theater. Oh yeah, I guess so. I remember going to the movie theaters. See, I wouldn't want to go in in the middle though. I hate missing things in movies. That's why you gotta you gotta try to find something that's just just starting. Yeah. Hopefully, I will say the worst I've ever seen, and and the experience too, was a friend and I went and saw Transformers: The Last Night, uh, and not only that, the time he chose was for the 3D version, so I had to pay an extra five dollars to get the stupid glasses, which didn't change and probably made the movie worse if anything <laughs> and it wasn't like you said it wasn't like a, even a fun experience like everyone in the movie like hated it and it was just not not enjoyable at all so i didn't walk out though but you would walk out of indiana jones if there's time travel or were you just being dramatic probably a little bit of both <laughs> probably a little bit of both well i can't wait to find out yeah me too now part of me is kind of hoping there is just because <laughs> like you're gonna turn to me and be like I'll bring it the, up. The writer was yeah. watching Avengers Endgame and was like, they put time travel in? I can pull that off in Indiana Jones. <laughs> he can survive a nuclear blast in the refrigerator. <laughs> we can do time travel. Yeah, if they got that writer, yeah, they, he's they can f- do. for sure putting they're, it they're in. They're golden. They're golden. All right, so thank you for everyone who has voted and uh, left that response so far. We really appreciate it. Uh, remember, you can vote for every episode going to www.whowouldwincast.com slash vote, or you can check the link in the show description and then i'll take you directly to the google form where you can uh vote for that episode's poll chris anything else you want to add before we get started today um i can't think of anything all right cool all right easy enough (laughs) then no no thank you (laughs) all right 
So please remember, if you have any ideas for any future matchups or scenarios, or if you'd just like to say hello, you can reach us through Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. You can send us an email at whowouldwincast at gmail.com and consider checking out our website, www.whowouldwincast.com. You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. And please leave us a rating on iTunes so it helps us spread the word about our show and we'll give you a shout-out read on our show. Chris, what are we talking about today? We have a special Valentine's Day episode for you lovebirds. That's it. It's a a competition for the ages. Um, Mario versus Link in winning the heart of a princess. Yeah, and a princess is not associated with Nintendo. Yep, so it's a level playing, even playing field. No one has home field advantage. Right. It's Princess Fiona. Yeah, from the Shrek movies. Of Shrek. The Shrek franchise. Uh, This episode has been on our docket for many years, and I I feel terrible. This was a fan suggestion, and I deeply apologize because I just unfortunately did not write down the name of the person who suggested this. So... Thank you to whoever did suggest this, and if you would like credit, please reach out to us, and we will make sure that your credit is credited to if you. If that person is still listening, that'd be pretty amazing. That'd be awesome. They're I like mean, our best fan. Yeah, I'd really appreciate that if they if they still are. We kept them around because it was a really long time ago. It was. It's been. It's been. I. I, I always. Um, I think this was suggested as a Valentine's Day episode, and just every year. Sometimes we did like a Super Bowl episode, and it just kind of gets lost in the shuffle a little bit there. So. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm looking forward I'm looking forward to this uh, a lot. So I do have a quick question for you. Sure. And I, I never really gave much thought into it until you just said it. You said Mario. Oh, I before I said it, I like went over like a bunch of different ways to say it in my head. I was like Mario, 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 and I just I just went with one. So you're my Nintendo expert. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I I I'm an appreciator. I know little. To nothing really about sure, Nintendo, yeah. other than what I've been researching this week. Uh, All right. If you need to show. know Mario facts, yeah. there's only one source to go to. It's the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's basically the uh, the like the source, like the, the top canon. Material yeah, for there. sure. Yep. So is it Mario? Is it Mario? What is what Mario, is the correct? I think Mario. I think I said it wrong. Okay. We should just lo- watch it real quick and see. How they, how they, yeah, how yeah. They let's let's pa- let's just Google uh, Google Mario Brothers movie where he says his name and he says like, it's actually really funny because that's where they introduce the canon fact that they his name is Mario Mar- Mario Mario so, and I do wanna, Luigi Mario. I, I do want to bring that up because too. if you think about it, Nintendo has already made it. Nintendo calls them the Mario Brothers, right? And you wouldn't call them that unless their last name was Mario. It's not like I I my name is Chris and I have brothers. I don't call us the Chris Brothers. That's so, ridiculous. I'm I'm not gonna lie. I, I I remember when I was in like middle school, I heard that Mario's last name was Mario, mm-hmm. and I always thought, oh, it's kind of interesting. His name's Mario Mario. I never gave any much thought to it. Like I told you, I, I never really played much Nintendo aside from like Pokemon. I never really played anything like that. And when I was researching this, I I decided to feel like, all right, well, why is his name Mario Mario? And then I'm like reading it, and I said. That makes so... I don't understand why I never even thought of that before. <laughs> Given that it's called the Mario Brothers, sure. you would assume that that's their, that's their family surname. I feel as though... I don't know. It's like embarrassing to have to admit that. But I just never well, gave much thought to so that. it's so ridiculous to name your character Mario Mario. Right. But... So I, I usually say Mario. But I think in the movie, they I, some people say Mario. 
So a, a really funny coincidence. That, so the Super Mario Brothers movie is famous for like Nintendo hating their live action movie that they let like that they licensed to like like a like a brand new I think like brother and sister director pair and they like regretted it and famously like never like swore off live action movies. So there's a a similar example but for a video game where Nintendo licensed the Zelda characters to a third party to make a game and they hated it. I don't even know. I don't even remember what they it was called. They licensed to make a game, you said. Yeah, it was, it was a game, not okay. a movie. But then they're like, that basically swore, that they like turned them off of licensing out Zelda to third parties. Wow. It's so bad. Very protective of their IP, which I don't blame them. Yeah, was it? Especially oh, the amount of money it generates. I want to say it was like, I wonder if so there's there's an infamous Zelda game called Wand of Gamelon or something like that. Okay. I wonder if it, it might have been that, but I, I don't remember. There was some it was some game that was very bad. And it actually is one of the only um like uh video games where where Link is voice acted. Right, cuz in all the that was something else I wanted to bring up when you were doing your your sound effects earlier. He doesn't talk. Yeah, actually N- Nintendo is is fairly known for having their protagonist not talk talk very little or not at all mm-hmm. including yours both, yeah. both of our characters don't really say a lot uh including some other nintendo characters like like samus uh i can't think of any off the top donkey of my head kong. sure but he yeah, is... he's a donkey kong monkey. <laughs> <laughs> he's a donkey <laughs> he's a donkey steve no okay he's a gorilla we'll come back to this <laughs> um it kind of lets the player feel like they're the protagonist oh okay that's their reasoning i like that so uh another really it's funny parallel um the creator of link and the zelda, i don't know specifically link or the zelda franchise was asked what is link's last name and he said it was link really i so people aren't sure if he was joking and making reference to mario mario right but it is kind of funny if his name is really link link that's really funny <laughs> Wow, I didn't know that. That's all my fun facts already. I just popped oh, them all. Oh man, just blew through. They them. just fit in so nicely. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, we don't want to. You don't want to. I'll take a good segue over a yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Well, so Mario, Mario going up against Link, Link, <laughs> uh, for uh, Princess Fiona's heart, and also a little one v one action. Yeah, they're gonna we probably gotta, fight. We, we yeah. gotta throw that in there too. So, do you want to give a little bit of background about? Uh, oh, I do. Link? I do want to give some background about Link. So, Link uh famously fictional character uh the legend of zelda franchise first one 1986 the legend of zelda on the uh i think the the original nintendo entertainment system nes um very different than the kind of uh i guess what i would call like the modern zelda games like starting uh start, i don't even know so now you think of zelda as like a 3d game maybe starting yeah. with ocarina of time on the nintendo 64 this was like um Top down 2D, like kind of like Pokemon, somewhat like grid based um, movement. And you still were going in dungeons and like mm-hmm. fighting monsters with swords. And like a lot of the characters were the same, a lot of the enemies were the same. Um, some of the like items and weapons were the same. So, like, there's a lot of uh crossover, car- crossover for that type of stuff. But right. like the like style of gameplay has, has evolved a lot for the best, for the better, I would say. Right. Um, he's been in, he's in i think every super smash brothers he's one of the most iconic nintendo characters maybe behind mario i don't know i would i would uh i I can't think aside from like pikachu or something yeah i would i would agree mario and and link maybe donkey kong too yeah they're they're all up there yeah i mean they they do have a great arsenal of characters absolutely 
basically every um, Zelda game somewhat centers around a similar plot where Link is this this chosen hero of Hyrule where he lives. He's um, he's a fighter and he in some way has to save the world and usually Zelda, uh, the princess. And there's like slight variations, but there's this um, kind of um, mystical what would you i don't know what i'd call it device called the triforce mm-hmm. um which is sometimes like a real thing there's actually like a physical thing and like sometimes more of an idea where like um the triforce has three parts and link represents one third which is courage zelda represents another piece wisdom and then ganondorf or ganon the antagonist of the series represents power okay and uh they're always like you know locked in a struggle the three of them and in some games, you, like, collect pieces of the Triforce, and in others, you, like, more symbolically uh, do it. But So d- is it pretty much kind of showing, though, that in, in a perfectly balanced world, you can't have one without the other two, in a I don't, way? I don't know, actually. I think um, I might be getting too deep for... Because, cause, like, Ganondorf is clearly the bad guy. Like, it's not, it's not like they're supposed to live in balance. Like, right. one of them wants to just, like, rule the world. And, like, so I, I know most of, like... I haven't played every Zelda game, so I might be... And everyone is slightly different. Mm-hmm. And actually, there's different... Like, every version or most versions of Link, the creators say, are, like, different um, incarnations, incarnations of him. Of him. Right. It's not, like, the same character throughout the series. storyline, right. Because that was the question I had, because a couple of years ago, someone let me borrow uh, the Breath of the Wild one for the Switch. Because mm-hmm. so I've heard that's, like, one of the greatest, not only Switch games, but video games, like, ever created. And... I just I just had a really hard time getting into it. It's not that I didn't like it. It's just that's not like my my go to when it comes to video games. Like mm-hmm. Those types of RPG would it be considered an RPG? Uh, it's generally not. I mean, I would say it has like RPG like like elements, but it's not really. I think it's considered just I would say an action an action game with okay. like I don't I don't I guess I don't know its broad category. I would I would say action. That's what, what I was Wikipedia That's says. what I was kind of confused about just because when I was playing that game there was this whole like lore behind it and I started thinking, "Oh, does this relate to the other Legend of Zelda games?" And the people I spoke to said like, "No, it's just completely on its own even though it does borrow from certain things whether it's theme or characters like I remember Ganon was 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 the villain, and same thing. You're on Hyrule, and, and Zelda's there, and, and all mm-hmm. that stuff too. Mm-hmm. But action adventure action is adventure. what Wikipedia says the genre okay. is. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in Breath of the Wild, you're not. Does it even have the Triforce? I don't remember. Uh, to, uh, I didn't finish it, and I the person who I borrowed from eventually put <laughs> it back because I had it for a while. Um, but I I don't really recall. So I would say one of the most iconic games of my childhood that probably is the game that made me love video games was The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time on I, Nintendo 64. When I was a kid, I uh, I had a like a snow day snow in at my friend's house. Like I was just snowed in there for like three days. It was like a really big blizzard we got. And he had the N64 and we played the Ocarina of Time for like three days straight during that snow day. And I remember enjoying it, but I didn't have an N64 at home. So when I left, it just kind of... yeah. Slip my memory, but I remember, and that that's also very critically acclaimed too. Yes, right, yeah. And in that game, you are actually trying to get the Triforce, although you don't, you never do. You just, uh, you I, just like already, you realize you already had it. I don't know the whole time, one third of it at least. Time. Oh yeah, I guess so. I um, I do remember from that the 
the main thing, the ocarina. I always loved having to play that on, with the N64. Yeah, that was such and, a nice and, like mechanic in that and game. Doing that, that was yeah, so it fun. was super cool. Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed that. Um, yeah. So, all right. So, Link. So, and... oh, I should also say he's like he has an iconic sword, the Master Sword, iconic shield, his uh, Hylian shield. He generally has an iconic outfit of a green tunic and a green hat. Slight variations over time. Uh, he usually in the game will have like alternate versions, like a blue and red. And like I think in Skyward Sword, the default tunic was blue or something. But generally, like you think of Link as green tunic, master sword, Hylian shield. That's like the iconic Link. Pointed ears. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. He's he's not a he's not a he's a, his race is like a Hylian. Yeah. He's not a human. I think they I think they've even said that. Some of the so there's not a ton of like backstory to him. Like I think on purpose to keep him just to, cause it, it, to it keep makes him, you feel yeah. like yeah you're just absorbing and uh, taking over that character yeah yeah I mean I like that as a as a form of storytelling it really just allows the the player to be completely immersed in, in the world that they're entering yeah I think it works for this cool. so I just want to get the description out there before I finished up okay thanks all right uh should I go to Mario or do you want to uh, unless you like think I missed anything on Link or left out anything confusing, a lot of people famously um, call Link Zelda because the game is called The Legend of Zelda something and, something something. Right, and the main character that you play is not Zelda. Right, right. I do remember that from when I was a kid. I always did find that very confusing. I always <laughs> thought that the character of Link was Zelda. Right, but Zelda's the princess. Right, Link is the main guy, and both of our characters both Nintendo characters also have princesses that they have to sure do in, in some way, uh, in some way save. So with Mario, it's uh, princess peach and uh, Mario, like you said, basically uh, the face of Nintendo also along with Link and a couple other characters, but I would probably he argue the, yeah. he is like the, uh, the, the character uh, and the face of Nintendo. So, uh, so Mario, he uh, was, he first appeared in the Donkey Kong game in 1981, uh, where he was a carpenter originally in that game. Was and, he named Mario? And his name was Mario. And uh, he, he's now known for uh, being a plumber as his profession. Uh, apparently he Kind is, of. Well, yeah. I mean, like, they say he's a plumber, but... They just say, but yeah, it's not like he goes around fixing pipes. I guess he, cha- he, he, he travels He rides the pipes, pipes. He rides the pipes, yeah. If anything, I don't know any plumbers that do that. I mean, I don't even know any pipes that are big enough to allow plumbers to and then ride through them. In the in the most prolific source material, the Super Mario Brothers movie, they also are plumbers, <laughs> and they never do any plumbing. Yeah, they have some weird business strategy there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, according for, to the research that I can find, he is from New York, uh, but has Italian uh, heritage. You fa- so he's from New York. That's, you... that's what I found in my research. Interesting. I forget where I was. I, I was writing down notes earlier this week during my lunch break. I was I was trying to kill some time, um, and I found that he was from New York. I forget exactly where I found that. That might have been from the from the movie, but I don't think it was. was <laughs> with you. Um, he's uh, aged to be around like twenty five years old. Uh, he doesn't change really in age. He usually is always uh, right around there. He's he's very fun. He's very goofy. He just is kind of like a it's like a goofball, I would say in a way. He he's always up to antics with his brother Luigi Mario. Uh he also likes uh he likes mushrooms and uh firepower, whether he's getting um you know the fireballs or the the, the sunspots and 
and uh yeah i mean i i you know he's probably one of the, the most iconic not just for nintendo but just video game characters of all time in general um i mean you showed me a bunch of the um the gdq runs of people doing mario stuff always just, always a good bunch of mario it's, games it's very, incredible very popular when, when i same thing i did not grow up like i said with nintendo really so Whenever I play like a Mario game, like I was playing, what was the one that you had me playing? The the, the Mario recently? Yeah, we played was... we played Super Mario Party. And we were also playing um, Mario Maker, build. Super Mario, Mario Maker. Maker. Yeah, so you were having me play Mario Maker, and I felt as though I was going so slow through the maps, and I guess just because you grew up with it, you were just so easily just jumping up and down and knocking things over, and I felt like it took me. So many tries yeah, to go you, through that. You were one. like playing it carefully. Yeah, I and think I, was I was just like running, just, going, just going, for it. going for it exactly. And I think that was my problem. I was playing it too carefully to the point where you were playing it like you would play like like a like a third person shooter where you're like a little more cautious, like checking your angles and yeah. I was trying to be yeah, more <laughs> analytical about it, mm-hmm. where that's not the type of game that it is. And that's no, just, it's that's, really not. No, it's just it's just run and go, and you'll figure out your problems as you go, and you'll <laughs> learn how to figure them out and deal with them. Whereas I was trying to foresee the problems and think about how I would react to them. Mm-hmm. And that's what caused me to, to fail so many times. But, but you know, it's just, that's very good. Not, that's yeah. good analysis. Thank you. What, what is your other experience with Mario games? Have you played any, what else have you played? Uh, I, I love, I love Mario Kart. Oh, okay. I, I really, really enjoy Mario Kart. I, that I actually did play like on the Wii when we had a Wii growing up. Uh, not so much on the N64. Um, uh, a little bit of Super Smash Brothers, but I didn't play as Mario. But I was actually usually played as Link when I played Super Smash Brothers. What okay. about like any of the old Super Mario Brothers games? No, no, nope, none of them. Super Mario Brothers Three is like also one of my favorite games of my childhood. That game is fantastic. That was on the N sixty four as well. That was on the uh, Nintendo original Nintendo. Oh, okay. I, I think that was near the end of the NES's life. It was a really really good game. Right. Right. So the the first three were on the NES. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's pretty. Super Mario Brothers, now. and then I think Super Mario Brothers two. Yeah, yeah, they all were. Super, most people, I think, don't really like Super Mario Brothers two. It's kind of skipped over when they're talking about them. Okay. One and three are iconic and great. Why two? Does it introduce? I think they did some different things. Was that the one with Doctor Mario when you were like throwing pills and it was just different? It was. I, <laughs> it sounds different. I've never heard of that uh, as a as a as a profession for Mario, Doctor Mario throwing pills. You at never people? heard of Doctor Mario? No, I've never heard of that. Well, I think even in Super Smash Brothers, it's usually like an alternate costume. He gets oh, the wow. white coat, and you probably didn't even know. You're just like, oh, he just has a white coat well, on. I, well, I also just go for Link, and then I really wouldn't be focusing <laughs> on the other people. I'd be focusing on Link, just trying to shoot his arrows the whole time. <laughs> that was uh, that was my problem. Uh, but. That's, I mean, that's basically Mario. There's, like, there's really not much else that can be said that hasn't already been either said or known about Mario as a character. Um, and I'm curious to see what we're going to think about two of them. Going I'm up curious against. too. I've thought, I've been thinking a lot about this. If these guys would be good at, like, stepping out of their comfort zone, right? Of like, your comfort zone is like collecting stars and eating mushrooms and rescuing your princess. Yes. And jumping on mushrooms' heads. Uh-huh. And then and, uh, shooting shooting shells towards other people. Oh, yeah, and f- spitting fireballs. Spitting fireballs. If, it yeah, even, if, he, if he can get that. Or I mean, if, if you're just hallucinating that because you ate a special mushroom. Or get a star and then just be invincible. Right. Now, before we go head-to-head, 
I do have some background information on Fiona. I don't know if we should bring that up first. I think that's actually good to know because she is like a, a pretty – yeah, go ahead. So so Princess Fiona, she uh, is from the, the, the Shrek franchise like we, we mentioned, voiced by um, – Cameron Diaz. Cameron Diaz. Thank you very much. So uh, in the the first Shrek movie, she is supposed to be 27 years old. She was uh, locked up at the age of seven, and they say that she has been up in that tower for 20 years. So that's where you get 27 years old. Uh, she is the princess of the kingdom called Far, Far Away. Her parents, like I said, locked her in a tower because she has a curse where she, when the sun goes down, she turns into an ogre. And uh, it's the curse was supposed to be broken with true love's first kiss, and she was waiting up in the tower for Prince Charming to come and rescue her. And uh, eventually Shrek shows up with Donkey, and she's at first very disappointed that it's not Prince Charming, that it's this Shrek guy. But you quickly learn that Princess Fiona is not a typical princess. She's a very self-sufficient and um, uh, breaks stereotypes uh, from traditional princesses. Would you say she was one of the early like children's fictional princesses to do that? Like, be, like, a tough, independent, fight-for-herself princess. You're saying children's? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I th- just because, like, comparing it to, like... So, a lot of the modern Disney princesses are like that now. Right. And I'm just wondering, is was Fiona one of the first ones to be like that? I can't think of anyone sooner, but there might have been. Yeah, because the first track I think, came out in, like, 2000, 2001. And, yeah, I think that would be fair to say, because in, those ni- in the 90s, you have the like the mulans and yeah so mulan you know. was like kind of and, and even jasmine was also like kind of but not like that much that's true um but i think i think the way fiona breaks those those stereotypes because she thinks she needs a prince charming but then she realizes you know she really she really doesn't but she also breaks away from those stereotypes too in comedic ways like you think of Snow White when she has the animals and she sings with mm-hmm. the animals and Fiona she sings with the animal and then she kills it because it blows up and then she eats its eggs like for breakfast mm-hmm. it's like that is very very non-Disney <laughs> very DreamWorksy but I think it it works for her character yeah, yeah it's also th- the type of comedy that Shrek was too that's also true too but I think it works I think especially because it's being a, a parody on fairy yeah. tales yeah I think that works uh, really well um and yeah, so uh, I mean, eventually uh, she falls in love with Shrek, uh, realizes that she doesn't need the Prince Charming. She needs someone who makes her appreciate who she is, not what she thinks she wants. Right. And then her her true form is her ogre self. And then her true form her is her ogre self. self. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Um, I do want to add, since we're going to be trying to uh, go after her heart a little bit, there is one great line in the movie where we know exactly what uh, Fiona likes and it's that she likes pina coladas and getting caught in the rain all right and um that's perfect do you know how much is link gets caught in the rain in breath of the wild like anytime you're trying to do something you're trying to climb a hill rain makes you fall (laughs) so we we, i mean we can start going into it right now is (laughs) is link a a frequent uh pina colada uh drinker Uh, oh boy in um in the wind waker which is actually like a very popular franchise game that i've never played you sail around on a boat a lot so i'm assuming he has access to like tropical islands and coconuts so he he could make very fresh pina coladas but i don't know of any in universe examples of him 
seeing, making, or drinking pina colada. Consuming any, any types it's, of alcohol. It is possible. Yeah. Right. There wouldn't be any. Yeah, it would be a non-alcoholic for sure, though. So I would, I would say, uh, well, so it does seem like she'd probably want a little bit of the alcohol, though. Princess Fiona. I, I, I think, think she would. I think that she would, yeah. Yeah, so that might be if, – if Link is trying to woo That's her, not the way – he's not probably not going to be in his strategy, though. Yeah, if he's like, here's a drink. She goes, oh, how strong is it? And he says, oh, it's a virgin. <sighs> I think she's going to be a little disappointed with that. He, yeah, he just wouldn't know. He, there, there's no pina coladas in there, David. How old is Link? Uh, I don't know. Undetermined. <laughs> he's like he's like 20-ish, 20-something. Well, so he he's – in some, I know it's probably different so, in each incarnation. And actually, and sometimes he's a kid. So I think like right. Child Link is roughly like between nine and twelve. Okay. And then Adult Link is like a late teen. Okay. Eighteen. Uh, I mean, I see. Okay, I'm seeing one thing on Wikipedia saying sixteen to seventeen. I thought he was a little older, but we can he, round he's in 18. the ballpark of. Uh, if he's eighteen. Fiona's not committing any crimes, so we'll, we'll keep. I was going to make him that. like twenty, but I mean, twenty works too. I mean, twenty-one, he can drink at that point. So you know, yeah, but so he might, he, you know. I, you're you're really steering me down the pina colada path. I, he's not going to be even making pina coladas. <laughs> I just said he can find coconuts. No, 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 maybe it's no, yeah, fine. That's give fine. her, he'll give her fresh coconuts, and she can make them herself. So if she if she likes pina coladas, it seems. Go ahead. He also hates getting caught in the rain. He he, he hates it because it makes him slip down the hill. He's climbing. But he so but he hates getting caught in the rain. She likes know, getting caught in the rain. I know. It's it's a bad start, yeah. but they both like the color green. <laughs> he wears a lot of green. She is green. They're going to get along right away on that. Well, so this is the interesting thing too. Are we trying to go after the human Fiona or Well, I I feel like the real Fiona is the ogre. So, so that should so be the need, one. So someone who makes her feel like who I, she really is. Yeah, I I mean if you want to argue you're going after the human Fiona. No, that's no, fine. no. No, yeah, no. I was just but, I'm not going to make her be someone she's not. No, absolutely. Yeah. And like she feels Link lives as. in a world where like there are lots of uh, different looking races. Yeah. So like there's like the Zora who are like kind of like fish like people. The Gorons are just like big rock people. And then actually there's a um, oh man. I don't know how you say their name. Like Bokoblin. Bokoblin. I don't know. The, some of the creatures are kind of ogre-ish in uh, breath of the wild although they are the bad guys that he fights and, and kills so it's not the best example but they're not green so he wouldn't mix them up and they look they look they don't look like an ogre they, so he's open-minded he's used to I'm seeing just saying, people yeah he's not gonna like he's not gonna just be like oh what is this weird looking person he's just gonna be like, oh this is just like one of the many, many different types of races i interact with daily okay so that's gonna be okay with him i think i don't know i mean we both have significant others, so it's going to be... I don't know his, sta- his state with we, Zelda. So do we, though? So I was curious about that. And I was doing this in my research, and correct me if I'm wrong, because this is just me trying to find what I can find. Did Zelda and Link have any real romantic relationships in, in any of the games? It um, seemed like it was more of a... And the same thing with Mario and Peach. I'm not saying that Mario and, and um, Peach are, are lovers. It seems like even their relationship is more cordial than it is... You know that's interesting uh, you say that because I guess, I guess I always thought of them as like yeah you would think that like basically after you complete the events of the game they're like they're going to be a couple, but there's not like a ton of evidence of that right. Interesting. So both of our characters may not have that much experience when it comes to trying to successfully and romantically woo somebody. <laughs> so that'll definitely be a challenge for the both of them as well. 
if if Princess Fiona likes Pina Colada, she may like to feel a little mind warpy, a little bit, you know, like to kind of a little escapism. Oh, this is how you're bringing in the mushrooms because I was going to I was going to ask you that. It's going to be like there's there's literally a, a bunch of levels in the um like Super Mario th- Mario Brothers three where Mario thinks the sun is chasing him and trying to get him. <laughs> Because of the the mushrooms. Well, so it depends how you interpret it, but like literally, the sun follows you and like swoops down, and if it touches you, you die. So like, how am I? How is one to interpret that? Like, yeah, why does Mario think the sun is trying to kill him? Yeah, I mean he. So I think I think what Mario would do is he might say to to Fiona like, "Hey, I heard you like pina coladas. <laughs> I don't have any pina coladas. I don't even know how to make." Pina coladas. I'm from New York. I have Italian heritage. I'm a plumber. I'm a blue collar worker. I'm more of like a like a grab a beer at the end of the, at the shift kind of guy. But you know how those pina coladas make you feel? This mushroom right here can make you feel the same way. That's a, that's an interesting tactic to use. Uh, and if she to... do, if she doesn't want it, then she, I'm not going to force her to take it. She doesn't have to take it if she doesn't. Want sure, it. sure, of course. Yeah. I interesting. So I, I was just going to rely on, like, although there is that scene in the sh- in Shrek where they're on that, like, dating show, and she's, I guess, does she say that, or they say that uh, with voiceover? The, the voiceover says that. Yeah. Like, I wonder, like, I feel like that's, like, not her character, though, because, like, she would be the person. I feel like she is the character to have, like, a beer with you. So. Because she's just, like, a like a tough, like, one of the guys type of girl. Mm-hmm. Like I think she'd appreciate more like just seeing Link like beat up some bad guys than so I I, I looked more into that song and because I always call that song which a lot of other people call like the Pina Colada song Mm -hmm. but it's actually called Escape and the purpose of that song is that there's a guy who isn't happy with his his girl and one day in the newspaper he sees an ad for a girl who likes Pina Coladas getting caught in the rain like all these things and he goes oh that's really interesting. So he writes to her in the newspaper and says, hey, I like those things too. Or maybe not all of them, but some of them. Let's meet up. <laughs> they meet up together. Turns out it was his girlfriend the whole time. What? And they realized that they had so much more in common that they never even realized originally. So I feel like that that kind of plays to Princess Fiona a little bit, especially with, with Shrek throughout the movie, that you have this one person who wants something, someone else who wants something too. And they don't realize that they both want the exact same thing because of how different they are. And that's what she wants. She wants an escape. She wants wow, an escape Steve, from that her is tower. Such good, that is such deep analysis. You're, you're really catching me off guard. Because you know what I was thinking about the whole time you were saying that? I was like, okay, likes pina coladas. Pina coladas are delicious. Most people like pina coladas. It's not a big deal. It's like, good for you. You like a really good drink. It's really, it's just delicious, right? Yeah. And then getting caught in the rain. I understand the like romanticized notion of like in a certain situation like being in the rain is like haha i'm getting wet this is fun uh-huh. in general though who would say they like getting caught in the rain i feel like that's just you're just lying maybe that's mostly most of the time nine times out of ten getting caught in the rain is an inconvenience yeah sometimes you're gonna be like how it's gonna be fun i mean if it's like a warm summer day and you gotta like a you gotta get get some rain shower, fine. Yeah. but like today today was like freezing rain and it was horrible my flag is frozen i'll have to show you when you leave <laughs> it is frozen like it does not wave at all it yeah is completely like frozen you wouldn't you wouldn't enjoy getting caught in that no 
<laughs> so, sorry. I mean, that's, it's true. That's just my it's rant true. on pina coladas getting caught in the rain. Those are those are just two bad examples to to make a relationship <laughs> off of. Now, I feel like I may be uh, harping too much on the song because obviously in the movie it's just played for comedic effect. However, it is the text that we have to go off of what she likes. Yeah, we have to start with something. Right. So I will add that there's two other parts of the song after pina coladas. Um, it says, if you're not into yoga and if you have half a brain. So I will say Mario doesn't seem to be one that's into yoga. So I think that he does have that going for him. Why do you say that? He just doesn't seem that nimble and flexible. <laughs> he can jump. That's awesome. He can jump. But other than that, it's not, he's not, you know, it's not like he's doing like backflips or somersaults in the air. He actually does those things. He does full somersaults? If you jump three times in a row, the third jump will be a somersault really? jump. Oh, wow. Well, I <laughs> and he can do wall kicks. I appreciate you letting me know that. <laughs> All right. So then maybe maybe not. I'm just going off. You know why? You know why I don't know those things? Because I am so reserved when I'm playing Mario that I'm like, all right, I have to jump, jump. Oh, no, I fell. Like, like <laughs> I, I'm so held back while I'm playing Mario that I'm not trying those different tactics that you have. Yeah, I think the triple jump thing is more of a 3D Mario game thing, but that that is true. Okay. And I would say that Mario has half a brain. Also, say... you should watch. You should look at how how low he can crouch. When you hold the crouch button, he like really tucks down. Like, oh boy, it's pretty right, flexible. So he might be into yoga, but that's also part of the song too. Because in the song, they go back and forth to each other in the in the writing, and they say, like the guy says, "I don't like pina coladas." He says he likes some other drink. I forget what it is. But they realize that there are things that they have in common with, with like one a another. strawberry daiquiri or something. So it was some. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was that, but. So 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 anyway so so that that's that's Princess Fiona's kind of like about so she's stuck in a tower. Which I, we... I want to add. Before, sorry to no, interrupt. No, go, to, go for it. So that is true. That is, that is like the canon written text of what she likes. Right. But we, we also see her like one of the first scenes where you like see her like happy is when she beats up all those guys that try to mug them. Yeah. And like she just thoroughly enjoys that. So like that's another like shade of her character. Like correct. Like she doesn't, she like she thinks, like I said, she thinks she needs to be rescued, but she doesn't need to because she can rescue herself. Right. Like she could have got out of that tower herself easily. Yeah. She just didn't know that she had it in her. And she also thought her real form at that time was a human and she didn't realize. She was like in denial, I guess, about who she really was. Right. So, um, so then going more into it, I guess, I, I so I would say that Fiona's lifestyle as, as, as who she is, which we will say is an ogre. I think better fits uh, Mario than I think it fits Link, because I think Mario uh, he it's more he, he's more like fun going. I see Link is kind of like stuck up and like oh he is pretty stoic, you know, like, pretty reserved. Yeah, I don't th like that's not what Fiona wants. Fiona wants like Fiona wants to be able to like fart in like a like a pool of mud and just be like laughing about it. So I don't I don't fully agree that Mario is like that's like his thing. But I think he'd find it funny. Like he'd be like, "I I don't want to do the the voice because I don't even want to try to attempt to do it to do a Mario voice." I I don't know. He's like, he is a little sillier, but I guess that's what I'm going serious. with. He's more he's more serious and or he's more silly and goofy, whereas I think Link would that would just be so so beneath him. Do you have any examples of anything silly or goofy Mario does? Just he wears, a, he wears a Tanuki suit. That is actually pretty, pretty I think silly. It's hysterical. <laughs> like he dresses up as a as a squirrel. 
Would you ever yeah, say that? Of, yeah, it's like squirrel. Like I think I think if 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 Mario did that and jumped out, like Fiona would find that so funny. And she think that that's like yeah. so hysterical. Or is it just another example of something Mario does after he eats a mushroom? <laughs> he puts on a furry suit. So and... all of all of Mario's comedic tendencies I, just come from eating mushrooms? I mean, if you think about the things he does, it's like the activities of like a person under the influence of something. <laughs> what, jumping in pipes? Jump yeah, like thinking he's riding through pipes, punching bricks. <laughs> Jumping on animals, riding dinosaurs, thinking, riding dinosaurs, <laughs> thinking the sun is chasing him. But you know what? Fiona would have a ball with all of that. Like if he's like Fiona, the I sun think... is chasing us. We have to get on this dinosaur and then go punch that brick wall. She'd be I like, think... "All right, Mario, let's go." I think that's one of those things. It's like that's fun the first couple of times you do it, but like Fiona's like, "I don't want this to be my whole life," because she's like, "I still have like a kingdom to run." But I disagree. She doesn't want anything associated with that. Does she, like, leave her kingdom? I don't she, even know what happens with it. She she wants to live with Shrek in the swamp. Yeah. Then they have, like, six kids, so, like, she can't be affording to, like, eat mushrooms all day with Mario. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good... She uh, wants kids. It's not a good uh, moral to set for your, for, your, for your family. Also, Mario's, like, three feet tall, and she's, like, a six-foot ogre. Well... It'd just be awkward. How tall is Mario? Did you come across that? I did not. He seems my, my short. Research. I mean, so is I mean, Link's probably he's average. Not, he's not, average height. Not as tall. I mean, she's so she. He's still going to be smaller than an ogre. Sure, yeah. Because there's a huge size difference between like <laughs> the humans in the Shrek universe and the ogres in the Shrek universe. Yeah, that's true. But I, like Mario's even shorter. But it do, it does seem to me that so I will say this. So she's uh, Fiona's not attracted to royalty because she had the choice to have like Prince Charming. Or Shrek, and she chose Shrek, or not even Prince Charming too, but Lord Farquaad from the yeah, first he movie. Was a, he was a jerk. Yeah, but in the second movie, she could have had Prince Charming. I don't remember the second movie. Second sorry. movie is one of the greatest sequels ever made. Putting that out there, three and four are not good, but the second one is phenomenal. All right. Um, but she she's not attracted to that kind of stuff. She um, she doesn't she doesn't want to really run the kingdom. That's why she wants to live in the swamp with with Shrek. Like her parents are are there far far away. She's like, all right, yeah, we'll go and visit them to say hi. But do they have, have any other heirs? No, it's just her. Because then in the third one, so in the third one, her father, who's really a uh, a frog, it's kind of like Princess and the Frog kind of thing. But he's really a frog. Yeah. So that's that's the thing with the second one. So her in the whole second movie, her dad is like, you know, you can't be an ogre. You have to be human. You have to be what it is but then you learn that her father is really a frog hmm. and that he's been hiding who he really is his whole life hmm. so so are they saying that when a frog mates with a human <laughs> they make get, an ogre you get a girl so i if i'm if i'm not mistaken i think fiona was born human but there was some curse that was put on her by like a witch uh, or something that and that's that kind of thing yeah so in the third movie her father's very ill so she and shrek have to move is to she far worried he's gonna croak they do say that uh, in the movie. Oh man! Yeah, they do say he croaks. All right, I never saw it. I didn't steal the joke from yeah. the movie. They have to. So Shrek and Fiona have to go to far, far away. However, Can Shrek, they... what's that? Never mind. Shrek and Fiona don't want that responsibility, especially Shrek. Shrek's like, I don't, I don't want to deal with this like ruling a kingdom kind of thing. And so then they go to find Prince Arthur, who's King Arthur, who's mm -hmm. her like long lost cousin, to take over the the crown. 
um, which she's totally on board for. She's like, yeah, sure. If you want to go for it, like take it. So she really not, she's not really interested in, in, in royalty. So okay. I don't think she would go after Link. You think Link is royalty? Uh, well, he's, he's a knight. Kind um, of. So also in my research, and you can either correct me if I'm wrong, or you can call, this is a load of crap. But I, I learned that his pointed ears are a sign of the royal family in the Hyrulean hmm. lore. So uh, that's an, I, don't, I don't know enough to know for sure. I think yeah. I think they do have pointed ears. I thought it was like a Hylian thing, like just like anyone of that race. Yeah, because he normally he's normally like an orphan at the beginning of the game. Like he doesn't have a lot of backstory. So I also also read too that he was the son of a knight, uh, who's so his father was in the royal guard. That's mm, that's probably just in like one game, maybe, and then eventually he becomes the head of the royal guard, and maybe mm. another game. Yeah, I don't know. So don't it know. seems that I mean there definitely is some type of consistency among some of the games in which he is involved in royalty in some way. Yeah, he's not like a prince or anything. No, but he's still associated with royalty, and I would just think Fiona would be like, I, I don't want to be interested in that kind of thing. He's not like he's not like he doesn't have airs about him. He's still like just a common common guy. He drinks a lot of mil- he likes milk. I think I don't know. You drink milk in the game. I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> a big, Fiona, a big part. Of, I'm a common man. I drink milk. A big part of some of the games is collecting milk. enough bottles to hold things. Okay. And you can either capture fairies and use them to bring you back to life, or you capture you get some milk and you have milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. He rides a horse. She's gonna be. She's gonna like that. Yeah, I think. Doesn't I she think ride she... a horse? I don't know. Uh, I'm sure. One part. Yeah, she rides a horse. Do they have that in common? Does Mario ever ride a horse that you know? No, I don't. Does he ride Donkey Kong at any point? Oh, he does. He rides. No, Yoshi. he rides. He rides Yoshi. Yoshi's basically the same thing. That would be cool. She would probably find that yeah, super cool. That would cool. be really She'd cool. Like, oh, what is this? What is this? This is a dinosaur. Mm-hmm. I think. I think she would find that very attractive. So I. Th- I do think that they would have that going for each other. Wait, which what? I, I, well, just, just all those things. Oh. For I think that would have. Be, be more in common with yeah, her I wonder, Mario. I wonder how Fiona would pick. So I, I think I think Link's a, a little more of a his style of fighting, like is a little is more similar to hers. Like Mario's more of a jump on you type of guy, jump mm-hmm. on your head, mm-hmm. which is fine, but it's not what I would call like a standard fighting technique. So what's Link's like? What would you say is standard fighting technique? Oh, like like. Punching, kicking, sword okay. fighting okay. type of thing. Yeah, that is definitely Fiona's. Fiona's mm-hmm. is very uh, hand-to-hand bow combat. And arrow. He's big with bow and arrow, too. I don't think she ever really used any It would be in the time, ring. though, right? It's the right time period. That's true. Yeah, that is that is very true. So he, he's. I think he just fits in a little better. And she, she could, like... I could just see her watching him, like, beat up a bunch of, uh... I don't know, uh... Goblins or whatever they're called. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's like, oh, this guy seems pretty cool. But now this is the thing that I think might be uh, work in Mario's favor. So Princess Fiona would see that, and she would, I think, not like that there's someone that's like completely e- as equal to her. I think that she would like being able to defend for herself without the need of a partner. Like Link would be she able. She still to... can. True, but I think Link would always maybe try to get involved to try to save her in a way whereas mario i think would not be able to defend her a lot of times <laughs> where she would be like oh i don't need to be saved i actually need to care for him instead and that's really gonna have her show her affection for mario 
because of how much he likes her. She's like, I really like him too, but I really need to be like his protector because he really can't protect himself. All he can do is squat down and do somersaults and <laughs> knock on top of people's heads and shoot turtle shells and, and whatnot. He can sometimes spit fireballs. He can. Well, that, that's when he's on the mushrooms. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think she he might try to, to wean him flower. on. The, that's a flower. Though. Uh, uh, thank you. Fire flower. Thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think she might try to wean him off uh, the, the mushrooms. But that's bit. when he's the most interesting. <laughs> when he has the the tanuki suit. So so that is a problem. So He also has a frog suit at one point. I don't know <laughs> if that'd be a turn off, though, with her dad being a frog. <laughs> so this is what I imagine. I imagine she taking Mario to far, far away <laughs> to meet her parents. And, like, he's super nervous. So he has a couple mushrooms in the carriage. <laughs> and he, he comes out to meet the parents. And he's dressed in the frog suit. <laughs> and the dad sees it, and he's just like totally offended. very offended. Very offended. He's like, the other interesting thing about the mushrooms is they make him bigger. Yeah, the, like, so... the sudden size change would be jarring. <laughs> well, is, no. So then he the... might. So then he might be the same yeah, size as the that's ogre. That's actually then. a good point. Yeah. So they'll, they'll be. That's that's perfect for her. All right. I need to go back a second to something you said before because it was an interesting point about how like. Fiona wouldn't like having to, the feeling of like someone need, being her like protector because yeah. she was like, I don't need a protector. Yeah. So it's it's really funny. I don't know how much you remember about the plot of Breath of the Wild, but basically the story is like Zelda's been like fighting Ganon for like a hundred years. And, and like she, wasn't like Zelda in like a, like a coma or something? Something like that. Yeah. But she's like using her power to like hold off the evil. So like Link has to basically like regain his power and come help her. So you think that's like an urgent matter. <laughs> But like you spend like you spend like days just like fishing, like just doing like mundane like side quest type stuff while your Zelda's just like using all of her energy to fight the great like this great evil force. So like Link's not might not be the best protector either. He has he you know he has other. Okay, of... so that so that might be uh, a drawing factor for Fiona. She sees Link as someone who you know he... isn't gonna. Uh, he, Link knows Zelda has it under control. And Link would know that Fiona has it under control. Uh -huh. Same thing with Mario. They would both be like, Fiona, yeah, we so, know you so have So I would this. say Mario does a similar thing. Like in, in Super Mario 64, I think you need something like 60 stars to fight the last boss and beat the game. But you can collect up to 120. You can like just spend all your time collecting those stars while Bowser has Zelda. Okay. I mean, sorry, has Peach. So neither of both of our characters just get sidetracked while trying to help their princess. See, I don't, I don't know if Mario gets sidetracked though. I feel like he's just not as good as <laughs> as getting it done. Like he's just trying. He's like, I feel like Mario's that kid who he's like throwing punches and the person's just holding his arm out, holding <laughs> him back. Like, sorry, kid. Like this isn't this isn't your fight. Whereas Link is just the guy that's being like, I'll I'll deal with that. In a little bit, once I get to, once I get my fish, I gotta and fill I, up my milk. Right, my I gotta milk build. Jugs. I gotta build a fire, and and you can and, do a lot of cooking in the in Breath of the Wild. It though. was super cool. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. It was it was very it was very interesting. But all right, so let's look now at the two of them going at each other. They have to fight each other. Yeah, they, their tensions are building up. Tensions over are building there. up over trying to win over Fiona. Mm -hmm. And I mean, we've kind of already touched upon some of their abilities. Now you have weapons. I have so many ways to well, kill you. Yeah. Do you even know what a bomb chew is? No. A bomb chew is a combination of a bomb and a Pikachu. I'm I'm only like fifty percent joking. <laughs> so it's like it's like this little like mouse bomb okay. that like you turn it on and it like zigzags and then explodes. 
All right, so when you said Mario's that, I've never seen anything. I thought like you. That. I thought that was like a legit thing, like 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 legitimately like Pikachu was involved. Like I thought this was like a Super Smash Brothers like weapon or something. That's why like I that. said fifty percent. It's not right. really Pikachu. No, I, but understand, she, I understand that, what you're that, saying. And that though. that word probably means something like mouse. Yeah, it's like a mouse bomb. Right. All right, yeah. So you have that. So easy. So you, so does it go through the ground under the ground? It was on top of it. It was like on top of the ground. Yeah, easy. I jump over an explosion. I jump and then hold over the trigger <laughs> or the the toggle, and I go into a different direction. And now, since I learned you could do somersaults in the air, why not add a somersault on top of it? So he'll it's jump. If you do three, somersault. that's only on your third so, jump in a row. So third jump. So jump, jump, somersault. Get away from the mouse explosion. But you wouldn't even you would see that coming out. You wouldn't even know what it was. That like, doesn't matter. That's the whole point. That is what you do in the Mario games. I don't have a lot of experience with it, but I know you go right and you jump. All right, I was just, two, I was just starting off with something crazy to see how you handled it. So. Okay, did I handle it appropriately? Kudos to you, I guess. Yeah. Um. So what else does? So Breath of the Wild introduces some like crazy powers where he can like stop time and like. Remember that? Did you get? Did you do any of that stuff? Do you remember you could like freeze time? That's so you can do stuff. Familiar. You can you can make like ice pillars come out of the water. Yeah, maybe. But that's kind of special. I'll just go to standard. Uh, link weapons. So he almost. Every game he has like some variation of a hook shot, which is basically uh, like a grappling hook type thing. Okay, he shoots it at you, and it gets and it could pull you in. Okay, or hold you still. Like devastating, right? I mean, stab Mario with that, and like pull you and <laughs> he chop really, you. He and really sword. likes fishing, doesn't he? <laughs> He's like fishing. <laughs> he for does people have now. a fish. He does go fishing. Uh, more standard weapons: bow and arrow. Yeah, long distance kills. It's true. Fire arrow, ice arrow. Bomb arrow. These are these are just. I don't think Mario has an answer to these things. He does. It's jump, but <laughs> but you can only do that so many times. You can or, only do that so many times. Yeah, if you have the Tanuki suit, you can also like fly. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, uh, if I have the uh, Zora tunic, the blue the blue tunic, I can breathe underwater. I can just swim for days. Right. Mario doesn't have on. Actually, he might have. So you can just go oxygen. hang out with the fishes. Then you don't need to catch them. You can just hang out with the fish. <laughs> If I wear the Goron tunic, the red one, uh, fire immunity, your fireballs are gonna are, are not gonna hurt me anymore. So I was gonna say that would be my weapon of choice. Would be uh, get the, get the sunflower, uh, use that fireballs it's not at a sunflower. you. I thought that's what you said. Fireflower. Fireflower. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so use get the fireflower. There's some fireballs. Makes at you. more sense. It doesn't that's last that thing. long, unfortunately. Why not? The fireflower doesn't that last like you have it until you get hit. Oh, see, uh, this is why I have you here. I'm sorry. I, I haven't played. The only like time thing are like the invincibility star. Okay. Which would be useful for you. You need to get some of those. Yeah. Because you're literally invincible. And anything you touch dies. That that would actually would be just charge I would just charge. I'd have to be really careful point. of that. Right. Um now well we could we could say that without uh, a mushroom, we'd probably be the same height ballpark. Sh- sure. Get mushroom, now much bigger. Oh, oh, I got you. I, I actually think Growing without size. a mushroom, you're shorter, but maybe with a mushroom, you're a little bigger. So try to use... Uh, now, I don't think that would be intimidating to him whatsoever because he's gone against creatures that are, are much taller than that, but can give me some advantage because my, my goal right there is to just jump and knock on top of your head. Jump on my head, huh? Hoping that would knock you out in some, hold my sword some form. Up? Jump on the sword, stab, Ooh, your, stab your toe. That's a good call. That would hurt. Mm-hmm. That would hurt a lot. Um, fortunately, if I have a mushroom, might not feel it right away. Might... You're just going to shrink. 
I would I would shrink down and then I would uh, I would, have to, get another I would have to get another mushroom <laughs> exactly on that point it'd be hard if I throw fireballs at you you have a shield depending on the shield you have a wooden shield it would probably burn up yeah I'd need to use my Hylian shield my, my good shield now would you get that right away because then when you start you know, it depends on where you're at in your journey right if this is like a mature like fully fledged link I like have all my stuff yeah. but you're right if you catch me uh, early on in my in the game that would be my advantage I just have a wooden sword and a wooden shield so what it would have had to have been is you just started the game and you're going right for Fiona like you're not fishing <laughs> Which you're not... You, you can do that in uh, Breath of the Wild you can just like skip a like, ton of stuff and just go right for Ganon I remember someone telling me that and I thought about it but then I just forgot to play the game and then well you don't want to do that back. anyway it would be so hard it wouldn't be fun oh right you wouldn't enjoy it so yeah, I mean, I do have to say, I mean, you know, where we're fighting, I'm not just going to have pipes that just come out of the ground that I could use to teleport. Mario doesn't have the ability to just summon pipes to, to come to his to his will. Except in Mario Maker. You can make oh, anything you want. That's that's true. That's true. Um, there are some other suits. So another really good suit, there's a Hammer Bros suit where you get to, wait, is it Hammer Bros suit? I get the hammer. I think some games have a hammer bow suit where you can throw hammers. There's also a suit that gives, does you throw a boomerang. That's really good. That's a, a Super Mario Brothers three thing. That would be nice to any any other. Now, I mean, I if we're just assuming all Mario canon is in play, I could get uh, some of his cars from, from <laughs> Super Mario Kart. Oh, that would that might impress impress Princess Fiona too. I think she thinks it's super cool. Um, and if I'm driving around, maybe I'm getting boxes and using those to, to throw at you, get a blue shell. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd only have a horse to ride in that situation. That'd be cool. It's like a horse versus a car. There is that level uh, in Super Mario Kart 8 where, or the track that does take place in Hyrule. Yeah, there is. So there is some canon with uh, Mario <laughs> driving around Hyrule uh, going on there. Yeah, if you could pull some other things too, like in, um, what are they called? The Super Mario like game where he's like... Uh, Paper Mario. Okay. Um, you have, like, he has some interesting... He's also, like, a 2D piece of paper, which could give you some advantages. You turn to the side, I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> and he had a hammer and some, like, special abilities in that game. I mean, there's just there's just so much to pull from when it comes there to Mario. There is a ton it's of like, stuff. It's the same thing with Link, too. I mean, you could you can whip out the Ocarina of Time. You have your whistles. I do have my whistles. I wonder what they would do. So, in, in Super Mario Brothers 3... The whistle takes you to the warp world where you can warp ahead to future worlds. So, like, that might be the equivalent of, like, we start to fight and you play your warp whistle and you just warp to Princess Fiona's house. And I'm just like, you just leave me on the battlefield. And I showed up. I'm like, hey, I won. I'm here first. I'm here first. Let's go. Let's go, princess. Yeah. It's, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of different options. Oh, so what is your... Your fighting strategy was your suits and fireballs? Uh, suits, fireballs, mushrooms. Jump on my head. Jump on my head. Jump on your head, excuse me. Uh, hit jump three times to do a somersault. And also, uh, if I'm able to access a, a power-up star in some way. Yeah, that's right. That would, that think, would definitely help me I think me the out. only thing I can't really counter is the invincible star. Yeah, I would say everything else you can you can easily defend. As long as you're, you're like higher experienced link and not yeah, i need just, my full equipment loadout right not not on the on the first the first warm-up level right <laughs> i don't know what that would be called the warm-up level no that's fine yeah um all right any anything else you want to you want to add before we start no this has been interesting to think about you know 
what does hmm, would be these characters be good enough for princess fiona would both of them would neither uh hmm. i think i think either could work i think you know it, it I, both would offer very different experiences for her yeah i think i think um i think link is the safe choice which i would say in the shrek universe is like prince charming hmm. it's the safe choice whereas mario would be the uh the the shrek choice the choice that you're like interesting okay why oh he makes you uh feel like you're appreciated for you and that you don't need to have someone to look out for you you can look out for yourself but also have someone who cares a lot about you as well that's that's how i see mario and fiona's relationship darn that was actually really good i kind of i kind of i kind of agree with you on that that like link is like the safe choice he's like he's similar he's like oh he's a fighter like you he's a you know shoots bow and arrow like you rides a horse like you right you're gonna have but oh my gosh oh darn well fortunately our listeners so i would say mario if link is the safe choice mario is like the wild card yes so like he might be fun but he also might be like crazy and as we know wild cards can win a super bowl and from the videos we've seen of their parade they can be crazy have you seen any of that footage uh like Brady, i saw the like, boat on the boats like someone around on the boat and, and i heard they threw the trophy yeah tom brady, tom brady threw it to gronk yeah, yeah. there's a ton of videos it's really funny. that's what i'm saying wild cards can uh can have some fun too you would know right i would 2000 uh 2008 super bowl baby (laughs) (laughs) all right uh so you kind of mentioned that you threw a little bit of your your fun facts peppered them in the beginning is there anything else you have if not no problem because i do Um, have one i don't what do you got so i had uh an interesting thing that i learned about mario that i did not know so when they first were designing mario because like you think of his look and it's just i mean now it's so so iconic you don't even question it but it's just really interesting, like blue overalls and a red shirt and then a hat mm-hmm. like, and then a mushroom or a, a mustache. Is kinda. that what a traditional Japanese plumber wears? I, I don't I don't think so from, okay. from what, I, what I understand. But I did I did learn that they were not able to animate Mario's movement uh, without making his arms disappear because his shirt was a completely solid color. So whenever they would animate it, his arms would would disappear on the side. Because they're the same color as the shirt. same color. Correct. So they decided to give him overalls, so that way they would be a different color than oh. his his um I don't know his arms his yeah, arm I know his what arm, you mean you know yeah, what I mean yeah. so that's why he wears blue overalls with a red shirt underneath, so that way when his arm moves, it doesn't look like it's disappearing into his body. Which I thought, oh, that's really interesting. Additionally, they did not have any space to give him a mouth when they were animating. So that's why they just threw a mustache there. And if you notice, the mustache, it kind of comes off the side of his nose mm-hmm. for the most part. you know, And it kind of has a little bit underneath it, but most of it's coming off the side of his nose. So I thought that was interesting too. So right there you got the origins of why the overalls, why the mustache. And lastly, they uh, put a cap on because they just wanted to bypass having to animate hair. So all right. just threw so that this on was there. all practical decisions. So it's all practical decisions. Some of it was out of laziness too, because they're like, oh, we don't have room for a mouth. Just give him a mustache. 
oh, we don't feel like animating his hair. Just put a hat over uh, his hair. Have you ever seen a picture of him without a hat on? Um, you can lose your hat in some Mario games. Cause, yeah, because I saw uh, a picture of it earlier, and I thought, huh, it just looks wrong. <laughs> it looks very, it looks very, uh, very scary. Now, one other thing I do want to add, and this has to do with what you were talking about from the Super Mario Brothers movie, his name being Mario Mario. So I did learn that there used to be a show called the Super Mario's Brothers Super Show. And it was on DIC Entertainment. Do you remember that channel? Nope. It was... A weird name choice. Yeah. <laughs> I, I It was on when, when we were younger. Um, I feel like it was associated with like Warner Television in some way or like kind of like a CW type of show. And this show was both animated but also live action. And there was a segment from that show... Uh, and the segment was called, if I can find it real quick, it was called uh, Dance. And there was also another segment called Treasure of the Sierra Brooklyn, both of which were live action. And in those live action segments, his last name was identified as being Mario in that. And this was from, uh, let's see, 1989, whereas I believe... The Super Mario Brothers movie came out what, in the late nineties. Um, I would guess early, but I do not know. Let me see if I can find this out. Right, I got it right here. Uh, it came out in ninety three, so technically it does predate. Okay. The movie, however, most people credit the movie for the widespread popular knowledge yeah. of their surname coming, yeah. coming uh, from that's that. a good that's a good little tidbit yeah i thought so that was really interesting the, the movie added a lot of um expanded universe lore they they really extrapolated for for i guess it's it's hard to make a movie out of a mario game because any video game really true yeah although um do you hear they're like making the last of us movie and it's like yeah like that actually tr translates really well and I think Pedro Pascal signed on. I did see that. So I guess that'd probably work well because it has like a story. A, it's like a linear story. You're not like supposed to be the, it's not the protagonist is not supposed to be you. There's like a preset story. Correct. Exactly. So like a, a more, a game like Mario though, like how, what would you, what's your, what's your conflict in the movie? The, the princess is missing. Sure. But other than that. Yeah. So like there's all kinds of weird stuff. Have you ever seen the movie? I have not. Oh, we got to watch it sometime. I'll be down. There's a, how did this get made too? I love John Leguizamo, so him as Luigi I find very interesting. And then Bob Hoskins yep. as as Mario. Yep. And then I supposedly hated it. Christopher Lloyd, right? Dennis no? Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Is is Bowser. Okay. But like he's not like a dragon or a or a Koopa or a turtle. Like he's just a a human with weird with a weird head. Hmm. Like his he either has hair or spikes or something. And like the Goombas they made them like giant big guys with like mushroom heads. It's weird. And they like go between like what like normal like earth and then like Mario's like or well what you would normally call like Mario's world like right all the creatures. Then there's something with like the plot is like Bowser invents this like slime that he does something bad and they have to stop him i don't know it's very it's very weird well unfortunately it's basically the film like you said that killed live action 
Nintendo. Yeah, movies. it was really unfortunate. Even though they did dabble with the Pokemon movie, the the Pikachu um, Detective Pikachu. Yeah, and that which you great. and I saw, and that went and, great. And I I thought that was very good. Yeah. And then I know technically uh, Sonic is Sega property, but it kind of dabbles with Nintendo. It's like their cousin. They it do seems they sometimes. do crossover stuff. And that movie apparently was very good. They're making a sequel to that. So that movie was good. I heard it was good. It made a ton of money. Granted, huh. it also came out right before COVID happened. Huh. Yeah. I heard I heard I've heard good things about it. Alright, I'll check it out eventually. Yeah. No, I do want to see it. I like Sonic. Yeah. So uh but and also the the creator of Mario who is named uh Miyamoto, he says that he has credited the movie for basically giving Mario his his surname. Even though he may not agree with it, it seems like he's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> At this point he's Well, he called them the Mario brothers, so you right. dug that hole for yourself. Right, exactly. And then if he's referred to as Mario, it's like, well, yeah, there you go. Can't do anything about it. Unless they should have said that they were just calling him by his last name, and he could have a different first name, like John Mario. There... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as as an Italian American, I don't know, John. Is, I mean, you're in a you're you're your family's Italian. What would you say is like the you know, a good Italian name, they'd be like, this is, this is the um, good Italian Mario name. Uh, Nicholas. Nicholas. Nicholas, Nicholas Mario. <laughs> Works out that way. All right. Uh, Chris, is there anything else you want to add before we uh, get uh, out of here? One thing we didn't really touch on too much is, would our characters' limited speaking be a hindrance <laughs> for, their, for their relationships? Ooh, that, that's a good point. So an interesting thing I would argue about Link is that although he has, like, little to no uh voice acted dialogue there are scenes where he clearly like talks to people mm-hmm. like and gives communicate he says something and... even though you don't hear it necessarily right so like he he can talk yeah it's just like a design decision to not voice act him and i i, I think that like a similar thing is true for mario but i guess he just doesn't have as much interactions well in i was gonna game. say mario's game isn't built on discussions and right. conversing with other people where mm-hmm. yours is that's that's central to the plot whereas mario's just jump around and going whoa and, you know and that was, and, that was pretty good hey thanks i've th- this whole episode i've just been building up in my mind I just i'm like he's got to go for it do you want to try the it's a me mario uh i don't know <laughs> i mean at this point i feel like i have to I think you're right. I, I I apologize if, if it's a know. it's a direct quote from the game. That's right. It's a me, Mario. Not bad. Yeah, I'd give it like a C minus. You went a little a little little high pitched at the end. I did. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I couldn't do any better. I mean, uh, to be honest, like you did great. You did great. I think. I mean, that's how he would introduce himself to to Fiona. And, <laughs> right. And then um, to show his fun side, that's when he would go Tanuki, and he'd be wearing his <laughs> his uh, flying squirrel outfit. And then from there, uh, just. He'd fly her around. It'd, it'd be their "I can show you the world" moment. Yeah, exactly. And they might just do like little grunts and stuff, just like Link would probably do. And go, <laughs> you know, like, what's up with this guy? This guy's kind of odd. But no, I think yeah, that that is interesting that both of them <laughs> have to kind of converse with their limited uh, ways of communicating with each other. Yeah, we just really don't know how like their their social skills. They might be very bad. Yeah, or they might be or just they're, fine they're, and they just don't get voice acted. Exactly. I mean, it seems like they had like Mario and, and Super Mario Party. Like he has fun with the groups. Yeah, I mean, you got he talks to he ha- he must 
talk to p- other people in his world. Exactly. Yeah, because it doesn't seem like anyone in 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 Mario's world really vocally communicates frequently. Yeah, you know, ba- Bowser it, always like is like taunting you and stuff. And yeah, he, that's he talks true. To you. It's not like you hear like Luigi or Wario or. Or, no, they don't. They don't have like expositional conversations or anything. Right, exactly. Which would be maybe that's why like a movie just doesn't work because like you said, those characters don't do that. Yeah, I did see uh, before we head out. Do you remember that Netflix was developing a live action Legend of Zelda series a couple years ago? I remember there were rumors. I didn't know much about it. So apparently, it was in development, and Nintendo was really mad that those developments got leaked, and they said that if the developments about this show is getting leaked. What else is going to be leaked about it during the production? So that they just, they just cut it right there. That's such a weird, like they didn't even trust them. They're like, no way you can't handle this property. If you can't even handle this kind of stuff. I mean, Oh, that seems like such a weird reason. Which like, I, I see their argument be, though. There's but... always going to be leaks. There's like hundreds of people that work on these productions. How do you, how can you, and sometimes the leaks just add publicity. I don't know. It's true. But I guess they're just so scared with the PTSD they have for the Super Mario uh, Brothers. That's movie what that. it is there. And Nintendo is just like infamous for for like being behind the times and not really like adapting to changing like consumer desires and stuff like that. Right. Like, because that show might be really cool. It, I mean, I think it'd work really well as a television show. Kind of make it like a Lord of the Rings type of thing. I think it'd be super cool. Yeah, you could do you could do interesting things. Yeah. But you just have to find someone that could do more than. <laughs> And not put like, or maybe not. I mean, could they? Oh, they could. Netflix is getting into that choose your own adventure. Yeah, they could make. But it I was a just going to say, adventure. like, like the Mandalorian. He talks, but like, he's not like a talkative character. That's true. He's he's a like a strong, silent type. Yeah, that's kind of how Link is. <laughs> not like Mandalorian, but but yeah, I know what you mean. All right, well, we hope you enjoyed this episode of the Who Would Win cast. So there's going to be a poll in the show notes, or you can go to www.whowouldwincast.com slash vote. Uh, I say two polls. One for Who Would Win Princess Fiona's heart. Yep. And another one of just classic Who Would Win. Who would win. One one Mario versus Link from Legend of Zelda. Chris, is there anything else you want to add before we head out? Um, No, there's not. Happy. Hope everyone had a... Good Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, this is coming out the day after Valentine's Day, so we hope you all uh, enjoyed it with your your loved ones or family the best that you can. Seems yeah. like, and uh, if you don't have a significant other, just remember it's a fake made up holiday. It doesn't matter. To promote uh, American capitalism mm-hmm. invented by Hallmark. But if you had a nice time, but that, had a nice that's time. good for you too. That's awesome. That's awesome. Especially during these times, <laughs> you want to be close to someone and just kind of enjoy it while you can. That sounded a little ominous, it, but it did. <laughs> all right so please remember to make sure that you follow us on instagram twitter facebook and our website www.whodwincast.com subscribe and wait rate wherever you listen to podcasts and please continue to participate in our show for the hoodwincast this has been steve and this has been chris and we will see you next time Bye bye